Ravens and Chiefs have agreed on a massive trade, sending tackle Orlando Brown to Kansas City. So I love what they've done. This is a complete. Yep. This is a complete overhaul of an offensive line. I'm trying to win every single game. I'm trying to go 20 and 0, 19 and 0, whatever it is. Future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is 20 and 0. Yeah, 20 and 0 made sense. Hello and welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Tonight you've got myself, Neil, and I'm joined by Tomo. Tomo, how you doing, man? Very good, yourself? I'm fine, thank you for asking. And we've got Duncan with us. Duncan, how you doing, my man? I'm alright, thank you. Good stuff. Um, so the Chiefs free agency kind of reminds me of that meme with uh, the guy poking something with a stick saying, <laughs> do something. Because um, everyone else seems to be making moves and we aren't. Guys, are either of you... In the slightest bit concerned yet, Doug? <laughs> uh, no, do you know what? Genuinely not. Um, and Excellent. maybe I'm an outlier, but I think that um, when so my comparison is look around at the other really good teams, and I mean by that the Rams, uh, even the Bengals, although they've made a couple of moves, maybe um, the teams that are in the the championship games, they're not doing much either. So I know that the, we'll get on to speak about the rest of the, the West getting getting busy and getting better, but um, I think that we are a tier above them at the moment, so our concerns are different to theirs. Okay, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. They, they have more improving to do than we do, is that a reasonable assessment of your thoughts? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Um, like, the, the, the Chargers who are now like everyone's getting, ooh, look at the Chargers. Didn't even make the playoffs again. Like people need to remember that the Chargers <laughs> are not a playoff team. Justin Hall of Fame Herbert has never <laughs> played in a playoff game. So, like the steps that they have to take to get to where we are at the moment, there's a lot of them. Uh, so I kind of like I say, I'm not um, at, at the moment. I'm not that concerned because I think that there are. Plenty moves to be made to to make the team better. Tomo, where's your comfort level at? <laughs> um, slightly less comfortable than Dunk, but <laughs> but I also don't think it's time to panic. If the season was starting tomorrow, I'd be I'd be concerned because while the other teams have got some um, catching up to do, I think they've done that, and I think they've got better, and I think we've got worse as things stand. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things that need to happen before now in the start of the season. My my biggest concern, well, I've got a few. If you want to go through them, <laughs> go on. But this it's hard, right? Because things are happening so quick. So these these things can be addressed so quickly. Because I was really concerned about safety. If you're not bringing Tyron Matthew back, because who fills that hole? And they filled the hole, right? With a young, fast guy, which is what I'm desperate for this team to do. We need a wide receiver, which we haven't got. But, I mean, has free agency even officially opened yet? <laughs> we're in tampering. Like, everyone's panicking, but we're in tampering. Uh, but I, I think free agency started about an hour ago, didn't it? Yeah, we, I we think did okay. I was thinking about nine. that. Yeah. I think that given, given the, sort of the, the one major, well, aside from Tom Brady, the major narrative that's going through the whole league at the moment, something I just think that they could do well to change the phrase legal tampering. That just feels wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre turn of phrase in a in yeah. a sport with lots and lots of weird phrases. I think that one ranks pretty high for me. Um, 
But yeah, so this I, is... I was going to do a Deshaun Watson joke there, but I really shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's best we'll to stay well away we'll, from. Well, yeah, we'll edit that bit out. We'll, we'll edit, edit that in post. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's it's what ten past nine our time. Uh, the US clocks have changed. Um, as another thing we need to touch on, US clocks are always changing. Did you hear that? They're doing away with. Yeah, they're staying. Daylight savings, so we might need to rethink our Sundays. I, I uh, believe here in Ireland we're supposed to be doing the same in a year or two's time, if I vaguely remember I mean, that right. That's, oh, that's, a, that's a farce. Ireland's like a driving a nine iron away from us. It's Well, yeah, I mean, because um, Northern Ireland would stay on the British system, so there would be an hour's time difference between Belfast and <laughs> Dublin. Uh, so, you, I mean... You could literally work across the border and have like a two-minute commute and move an hour. It's just, oh, it's, it's madness. I, as a, a, I've built my career working with numbers. Uh, it's all my CV talks about is numbers. But numbers are really hard, man. And see, num- <laughs> like time numbers, they're the hardest. I just can't, I can't get my head around that. So if games could just, whatever time they are in America, if they could just be six o'clock here, that would be fine. I could handle yes. that because I, kn- I know that's what that is. Mm. Yes. Yeah, keep that anyway, same. With that. Anyway, many rant over. Um, yeah, so like I say, nine o'clock uh, here. So that's yeah. I think that they, but I believe that we had to be cap compliant by eight o'clock our time. That'd have been three o'clock. I don't know. Some 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 around that time anyway. So yeah, the, the time to make all the deals. If you go through your, if you go through your social feed, you'll see nothing but Russell Wilson in Denver at the moment. So stay off. Yeah, it's it's hard because. You see another. T- you are seeing other teams make moves, and I do think they are lesser teams that are trying to catch up. But we do have holes on this team this year, and it, and it, it it does feel like it's going to need to be, especially with what's happening in terms of players in positions we need. They're going off the board, so to speak. You need a, you need a pass rusher, you need a quarterback, and you need, you need a wide pass rushers. And we, yeah, we need those, <laughs> and we don't have them at the moment. And that's where it gets a little bit squeaky bum. But at the same time, you've got a whole draft to come. Do you want to be filling those holes in the draft? Not necessarily, but you're going to have to at some point. So uh, I think that we're not. It's tough, isn't it? But yeah, I think we're we're slightly hamstrung by by the cap space, obviously. So you had to be, you know, under the cap to by today. So obviously we had to. I guess we'd have fallen. Maybe you guys talked about it last week, but you know we we released Hitchens, obviously. Um, yeah. Tyron Matthews, I mean, yeah. we, we assume gone now. Um, we've got um, Justin, it's Justin Reed, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, and we redid it, Frank Clark's contract, you know, to, to get that. So there wasn't that much we could do. Tyreek Hill's from, close as well. Yeah, so from what I understand from, from reading um, Nate Taylor's from the Athletics bit, Patrick Mahomes, we can't restructure his contract until Friday. Because his bonus is due on the third day of the league season, which okay. is Friday, and you can't convert that, so you can't get the cap relief until it's actually due on the books. Hmm. So maybe we maybe we're just a little bit sort of tied with one hand behind our back because because of the dates, and we maybe just can't get the cap space freed up to 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 get some of these moves in. So you know we do that and we get Tyreek Hill. Done. You're looking at sort of thirty million, I think, mm. there or thereabouts in, yeah. in cap space for this year, and that then opens up a lot of flexibility. Now, whether the names that we want are still available at that point, 
I don't know. But mm. by my reckoning, you can get for for thirty million, you could get a Juju Smith Schuster. You could get a um, you could get a Bobby Wagner. You Stuff know, like and, and you could get you could get Melvin Ingram back. Yeah. So and that fills a lot of your holes then, and you feel a lot better exactly, about you that. Add, say say you add those three guys in, and, and um, obviously. Um, we're making assumptions there, but add those two guys in. Where's your comfort level then? Yeah, more's better. Slightly better, but not th- not a huge amount. Defensively, we've got a sort of deep. We've, we've still got issues. We've definitely we our cornerback room is mm. thin. Um, our pass rush is non-existent. Average at best. Non-existent. Um, it, it's, I'll put it this way our pass rush is no better than it was last year and they're all a year older mm. um, and it was bad then so, so th- there's issues there for me I mean I, I was reading earlier it's a deep draft for edge rushers um, great let's pick up two late. we need to go <laughs> one early and one late um, just on on players coming back would you bring back the honey badger because he's not appeared to had the market that he might have hoped. Would you be in any way interested? Uh, so I, one of the problems on on the on the defense is that you know they need warm bodies to fill jerseys, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but I think that having Hitch and Matthew go, you lost the you lost the voices and particularly the voices in the backfield. Um. And I think that that's something that's really hard to replace. Yeah, I don't know enough about this guy they've got from the Texans to, to know whether he's a, a real organizer. I, th- I think from from some of the stuff I read, that I, I guess he is. Mm-hmm. But whether he steps up with that kind of alpha attitude straight away in, in a kind of a new scheme, I don't know. Um, I, I I maintain I, I think the Badgers are one of one. Um, I, I think that he's got a kind of a unique. It's not even skill set. Just, just the kind of whole aura, personality, energy around him, um, that you're not going to to replace. And and I think that um, from that regard, I'd be tempted. Hmm. But then, where are you going to play him? Well, I'm thinking the Sorensen role from last year, and you you kind of use him as a defensive weapon if you like, because now you've got Reed and Thornhill can cover the back end. Reed seems hmm. to be quite talented at covering deep so you've got the two of them take care of the deep stuff and you can bring um, Honey Badger up near the line and if you want him to cover tight ends or running backs you could do that if you want him to blitz he can do that um, You know, he, he would be an, uh, he would be a plus compared to Sorensen and you still get all the personality and all of that stuff for I don't know an extra five six million or whatever it's going to take to happen for a couple of years. I, I'm I, I hate all the Twitter stuff and I ha- I I understand he's an emotional guy and I understand heart and sleeve and all that shite, but like like you were saying, Dunk, he's very hard to replace on the field. Yeah, I, 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 at the right price, yeah, I would be tempted. I, I, he's one of these guys where you can't you you can't kind of pick and choose the bits that you like about him. Yeah, yeah. If if you want his sort of leadership on the on the field, then you take his emotion off of it as well. So they kind of come hand in hand. And like I, I know that um, there's been a lot of hot takes and a lot of people sort of um, 
I didn't see these guys when we were winning the Super Bowl talking like this, but a lot of people who are now totally soured on him coming back at all. And um, I don't have to admit, uh, I don't quite agree or understand what, you know, what, they're, what they're saying. And I know that he probably spoke quickly quite often and perhaps there's certain, you know, <laughs> certain words he would have taken back um, if he could. But um, I guess my question is, if you're going to pay him, like you pick a number six million, eight million out, would you? I'd rather have an eight million corner. Mm. I think yeah, I, you know at that level to plug that gap, then perhaps an eight million Swiss Army knife. Would you get much cornerback for eight million? Like the what is Stephon Gilmore? What what is his number? That's my question because that's what guy I'd be looking at. Yeah, know. absolutely. If, if, he's... if you two talk, I'll look up Spotrack and see if I can mm. find it. Yeah, no, I mean, he's. The, I guess he didn't play much football last year, mm. having left the Patriots. Um, and I think that um, I'm going to use a, a phrase that I guess not many Chiefs fans will use, so I apologise, but you kind of have to admire the Patriots for Ooh. the way that they go about things. Like, they, the the one thing that Belichick knows is the right time to, to release a player. JC Jackson. <laughs> Well, I guess that's yeah. No, hopefully. Well, no, no, we don't know. He, you don't know what that, what would happen. Yeah. Take it on the know. chin, but um, yeah, you know, if he's if he was deemed not good enough for the Patriots or not fit enough or whatever it would be, um, I, I, I don't know. Um, um, Spotrack has Gilmore at fourteen point one million a season. As I can't see that. There's value. no, there's no way that's right because. That ain't gonna be right. It's gonna be lower than that. I can't see it being that at all. That's what Javarius Ward got, wasn't it? I can't. Yeah, I can't. He, see. he got fourteen. Yeah, year from and he's younger, years. and he's younger, and played a full season, the best season. You know, it's it's not happening. I tell you, I guess what we can what we can tell from from Tara Matthew not getting the deal that I think that mm-hmm. we expected that your your kind of name brand isn't enough anymore. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you're p- getting paid purely on name, then Chavez Ward is not getting forty million a year. He's getting paid that because that's what that's the player he is. Yeah. I so. think. I think it's. I think the Chiefs, in a way, if they aren't too first, like I'm sure the Chiefs would have Tyron Matthew back at the right price. It's it's kind of going incredibly well for the Chiefs because we don't. It's not something we have to do because you've replaced him with Justin Reed. You don't have to do that deal now. So we're in quite a strong negotiating position where he's got a decision to make as well if he's going to chase money, whatever money is actually on the table, we have no idea, or whether he wants to be on a good team because I'm sure a bad team will pay him maybe $12 million, but they aren't there at the moment. So it's going to be quite interesting to see where he ends up because if the Chiefs do want him back, well, the price is going to be what the Chiefs want to pay because... At the moment, he hasn't got he hasn't got many options. It seems I don't I don't know. I mean, I mean, on the, I guess on the flip side, he's you know he's a he's a prideful man, and apparently we didn't made him no offer at all. So well, yeah. uh, you know, for us to then go back when he's on his uppers and doesn't have any offers, I I, I don't know if he's the sort of guy that would that would that would take that. Then that's a a but, bit of a come down because yeah. it's been it's been so public as is everything with him. You know, um, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but like you say, like like you said, Dunk is 
the biggest thing you've got to solve is, and don't be wrong, you can solve it, but you want to go into this draft as a Chiefs. The, the wide, receiver, wide receiver position doesn't bother me too much because I feel like that will get sorted. I feel like they're gonna, I, I feel like they're gonna sign Juju Smith-Schuster. If I'm honest, um, hopefully that happens, like you say, Friday when they sort the Mahomes thing out and that's all done. And then your offense is in a, in a relatively good position, right? I still think we need a running back, but that's for late in the draft. <laughs> on the defense, on the defense, you want to be going into the you want to be going into the draft with these holes fixed. So you do need to fix the pass rush, which you can kind of do with Ingram, and then you've got Clark back, so it's not dire, but it's not good. But you've got to get a cornerback because the cornerbacks at the moment it's a mess. The cornerback situation at the moment is, and I can't, I don't know. I don't know what's left Fen- out there that that is. So who who have we currently got? We've got Sneed. Fenton, Fenton, Sneed, and Baker. Right, that's tragic. And Baker was the worst one of the Baker Hughes. Yes, duo, he was. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you got yeah, fix that. You, you want to get better there. I, I mean, I so hands up. Um, and I've said this to you guys, sort of in the in the group chat. Um, I've not really got my draft thing on yet. Um, I'm finding it difficult to. To muster that much excitement to look at uh, <laughs> linebackers and whatever uh, in the draft. At least, at least last year we could focus on tackle arm length. You know, we kind of we kind of knew what we were doing at that point. Right? Uh, God, I'm getting flashbacks now. Yeah, you know. So I've probably still got that spreadsheet. Um, you know, so at the moment I kind of I think that I'm finding it difficult to to kind of get excited for the draft because, like you say, you're kind of just throwing darts a little bit. And in in some ways, we've got so many holes that maybe we can even as it stands you just go best player available because chances are it's a we'll position need, you need you know, exactly yeah. yeah yeah so um maybe do that uh like i i have started kind of putting together the draft board for our live mock draft mm-hmm. and i've got one first round cornerback two in the second three in the third one in the fourth and two in the fifth um which isn't exactly a huge amount of um, of players, considering we also don't we don't have a fifth round pick. So mm. we have like first, second, two thirds, a fourth, and then I think it's four sevenths or something ridiculous like that. No, um, and I guess I guess like we we sort of need showing you can in <coughs> you know out out with the kind of the, the first sort of fifty players you can draft starting guys, mm. but I also think. He came into a much friendlier environment, and you know, in that there was sort of old older heads, you know, around the sort of the defensive back kind of positions, and that must have made it easier for young guys stepping up. Now, I don't know. Maybe they think enough of these guys that um, you know they're happy for them to kind of take on these leadership roles, you know, at this stage. But I, th- I think that. Um, it's it's very much in keeping with what Reed and Spags do. Is getting more experience in these rooms. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think I've been convinced on with it. I, th- I, th- I think corner is perhaps the um, the area of concern. I mean, especially as 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 the West has turned into you know mm. the arms race that it has. Yeah, the problem you've got the the. The, the problem you've got is is you can see a solution for wide receiver. You can see a solution, even if you don't like it, you can see a solution for edge because you're going to bring back Ingram and Clark. But the problem you've got is you can't see a solution for cornerback at the moment because the Davis and Jackson have gone Draft off the board. 
and draft a fifth rounder and hope for the best. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the usual approach there. Well, but that's the problem, isn't it? Because you've got you've got Snead and Fenton, and Ward's gone. He's not coming back. There's no one left really in free agency that improves you over Charverius Ward. So you're basically taking a step back there, unless, like you say, Neil, you take a Legereus Snead in the fourth round. So that's, I mean, that's where my concern is. Maybe we're just coming at this from the, the wrong angle. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a thing on Twitter who, uh, I want to say it's one of the KC Lab guys, that Harrison Butker's got more guaranteed money in his contract than Veach has ever given a cornerback. Yeah. Something like that. You know, so but, maybe yeah. we're... maybe. Maybe we're wrong to stress out about it. No, we're yeah, right but, to stress well, out about it. <laughs> cornerback is the, kind of one of the main areas where he goes to is former first-round picks that haven't worked somewhere else, and you hope it kind of works mm. here. Well, I thought they were um, going to get Gladney for exactly that reason, um, but he's gone now, so that's not happening either. I was convinced it was going to be Gladney um, with his stuff sorted out now, and he's gone to the Cardinals, I believe, so that's him off the board as well. I've just quickly run through um, a mock drafts here, and there's four cornerbacks gone in the first round before we pick at thirty. Um, my num- my first round picks gone, but both of my second round picks are there. But do you want to be taking a second round cornerback in the first round? Someone's got to play cornerback. That's your problem. But I don't. I mean, I guess, he doesn't guess... draft like that, though, does he? So. I'd imagine he's going to have it sorted before then. Yeah, but like you say, there's not exactly a well lot of options no. out there to sort it. I think that we're um, as as well with the uh, with the draft. I think that we're either going to we're going to have to pick at thirty, or we're going to trade it pre-draft for for a player. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, there's no. I just can't just get out of thirty on the day because there's 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 not that quarterback, that kind of blue chip name. No. You know, there's no nothing. You know, that's going to be desperate. For no, it. exactly. It's a um, I don't want to say it's a weak draft or a poor draft, but it doesn't it doesn't have that sort of highlight in it. And so, yeah. I've I've seen a couple of mocks where, you know, some of these these quarterbacks have have fallen, and maybe um, you know maybe somebody wants to get back in to get that. But I, I think is it Detroit pick after us. Didn't they pick thirty-two? Um, they've got the yeah. Well, they've got the Rams pick for yeah, Stafford, right? Rams. So you've kind of got a backstop there of a, of a team that needs a quarterback sitting behind you as well. So I'm just not convinced that we'll be able to do much on the day if we don't fancy a player. And we maybe we want to double dip in the second round. So well, in, interestingly, on this mock here, um, as it's run, the the top three players remaining are Malik Willis, a quarterback; Kenny Pickett, a quarterback; and Desmond Ritter, a quarterback. So if anyone wants a quarterback at thirty, I can't believe all away. three of them would be there. I think as you, I don't know if there's. I think as you, has there even been a quarterback take? I think as you I get towards the draft, I think it happens every year. The quarterbacks start flying up the draft board, and I think you'll end up again. I think all of them will be gone before the Chiefs, if I'm honest. because totally, I mean, it always we, happens. We facetiously hinted at it earlier, but there's a lot of quarterback musical chairs mm-hmm. to happen in the yes. next few weeks. You know. D- I think it's going to be Deshaun Watson will decide where he goes. Yeah. Which is just, I mean, even saying that makes me a little bit sick. But, um, and then that just starts moving other pieces all around. 
you know, Jimmy G's like to get a, a starting spot somewhere. Um, Cleveland, Baker's gone. Yeah, exactly. Baker's talking his way out of there. <laughs> well, you know exactly. So you've got kind of um, there's two or three other guys, you know, starting level guys to kind of move, and you just yeah, you're right. You, you don't kind of know where sort of where those chips fall. You know, with regards to um, you know sort of quarterback needy teams and whether they think that you know if I was doing it, I, I don't know enough about the guys in the draft, but I would probably just take Jimmy Garoppolo for a year, see where it gets you, and then yeah, look to it next year. Mm, I mean, that'd yeah. probably be my approach. I, th- I think it all depends on what team you are, how how on how on the line is your job, because I feel like if you if you get Jimmy Garoppolo and it goes wrong, then you're probably outright, but if you get a rookie quarterback and it, you've got some sort of promise, you're probably keeping your job, and that's that's the cynic in me. But I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where uh, I mean to, to to sort of jump about to topics. This is where I have to give grudging kudos to Denver for at least rolling the dice. You know they were stuck. They were mired in sort of mediocrity. Mm. In Drew Lock mediocrity. Yeah, exactly. But it's not even. It's more like John Elway mediocrity because they just. Yeah. You know, they, they like they won the Super Bowl. Then they've not they've not been in the playoffs since. It's ridiculous. Mm. You know that fall off is, is insane, and you kind of, when you've got a division with, with Mahomes and and and, you know and Herbert allegedly. Um, you know, it's easy to just sort of just punt on that and just say, "Well, what can we do?" Mm-hmm. But I kind of, I do have to give them credit for 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 saying, "Go hard, right? Go yeah, hard. we're gonna we're gonna do this, yeah." And the fact, I think it's telling, and this is not this is not a me thought. I've, I've stolen this from somewhere else. The fact that um, Russell Wilson had a no trade clause and still opted to go to Denver, I think of almost of any of the other moves that were made in the AFC West in the last week, that's the one that should perhaps strike a chord because he's chosen to go there so he obviously and Rogers he can Rogers had narrowed it down to backers and Denver as well exactly mm-hmm. so you know I get that I get that the Broncos are a, are a sort of a, a, a big name historically but I think that should tell you something that you know the they, they fancy their chances yeah they were they were a quarterback away from me in a good team, and now they've got a good quarterback. Mm. And the thing is, with they're, the, they're going to be, they're going to be a good fight for the Chargers for second in the division. <laughs> the thing is, though, I said that, that, sorry, just it's good. I will laugh and laugh and laugh when the Chargers miss the playoffs again. Yeah, I, I really will because the, the the division's going to be a bloodbath. The chances of three teams coming out of this division or coming out of any division now, I think, are slim. I think it, like. Um, that's the way folk kind of projected it, I reckon, when they extended the playoffs. But I just can't see it. Teams are just going to take too many games off each other. Yeah. You know, and they're going to be in-division games, they're going to knock them out of tiebreakers, all that sort of stuff. So one what, of these... What is, what is a good record for the Chiefs this year? We've got a tough considering, schedule this year. Considering right? the moves that have changed in the division. We've got a tough schedule this year. And we then, do you know, have a very tough schedule. <laughs> you would have said that one of our easier games would have been <laughs> Tampa away, and that's... Uh, that's, that's that's got a lot harder as well. Um, uh, twelve twelve wins. I'd, I'd sign for twelve now. And I'm I'm the I'm the bet on a hundred percent record guy. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think twelve is twelve twelve is the floor for me. I I don't even know. I don't know what it's going to take to win the division because 
you probably like you like you say the Raiders are probably going to take some games off. You'd like to think the Raiders will take a couple of games off someone in the division. Hopefully, it's not us. And then you've got you imagine there's going to be a lot of split series between. You'd, you'd think the Broncos and the Chargers will split the series, and then it's how much do you back the Chiefs to? I, I can't see look, the I can't see the them clearing teams. the Broncos and the Chargers going four and Looking at the other teams we play, so Broncos, Raiders, Chargers twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the Jags, the Titans, mm. the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Bills at home. And then away, there's the Texans, the Colts, the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Bengals, and the Bucks. <laughs> the, the, the first half of that, I was like, that ain't too bad. It's <laughs> all, all, all. But then, I don't know. You don't know who's. You just don't know, do you? It's tough to see now as well. It's, you look at the Cardinals could be awful. Bengals could miss the playoffs, in my opinion. You know, there's all sorts could happen, isn't there? Yeah. And I mean, I think as as Thomas says, it's you're, you're the if the season started next week, um, we might have a slightly different view on on where it will be. Mm. I mean, I guess my kind of overriding a lot of my confidence. It's not even confidence. My lack of my lack of concern is, is based on the fact that, like, I just I don't believe that Brett Beach doesn't have a plan. Yeah, that's that's mm. never been his approach, and I, I think that last year, um, we kind of heard a lot about the deals that we just missed out on, and we haven't really heard a lot about that mm. this I'll year. Anything. Yeah. And I know it's been a shorter period, um, and there was a lot of there was talk on sort of other. I think it was the. The Athletic Guys, the Times Hours podcast said that the, sort of the general consensus in the league was that the Chiefs wouldn't be that active in the first sort of wave of free agency, mm. and that's obviously that's obviously borne out here. Yeah. So, but going um, back to your point from earlier about where the good teams, good teams are active later on in free agency, they don't they don't get involved in day one, you know, paying fifty million for a thirty-two year old pass rusher. No. Like that's that's been, I mean, that's thing, it's been hard to to listen to, hasn't it? Like you see, you see all these deals come out, and you're like, we didn't get Amari Cooper for a fifth and a sixth, and it's like, yeah, but look how much you're paying for him, and then it's like, you didn't get Khalil Mack, and then you go on the Bears, <clears throat> you go on the Bears threads, and they're like, ah, oh, well, he never really lived up to what we expected here, and then you know, and they're paying him a hefty contract. Like, the Chiefs were never going to give up these contracts, so it's it's neither here nor there, really. Yeah, I think the latest one is. Um Darius Smith. Now, after he was probably top of my list, hmm. you know, for for guys that I think he, he was a your free agent crush, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um, and he's gone for something like thirty-five million guaranteed over. Yeah, four between thirty-five years. and fifty, I think. Yeah, and I'm saying that I think that's too rich, and uh, you know, uh, online for like eight and a half million for him. You know, is it really that rich? And I'm like, well, coming off a bad back, you know, <laughs> the one injury that you don't really. You know, you don't really fix. Mm, yeah. You know, and a four-year deal. I just, I just don't think we were playing in that, in that market. But and that's the sensible way to go about it, isn't it? Mm. You know, you, you don't want to do a, like um, commit too much money on, well, aging, injury-prone players. Yeah, and um, like so. What's the flip side of that is that we've got our, our <laughs> WR two sorted out. Yeah. However, he's Christian Kirk and he's twenty-one million a year. 
Oh right? God. So that's just a very different yeah. conversation that we're having at that point. You go, yeah, we've got the body in, but really pissed off at how much we're paying him. You know, it's, uh, I, I said earlier this week, it's really hard to get better and younger through free agency. Yes. Like the, 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 the sort of happy medium of doing it doesn't exist and very few teams have ever fixed themselves purely through free agency. So I think that there's, I just, I just think there's time yet. It's, it's just early to be, to be overly worried. There's not, um, you know, Chandler Jones went today. So perhaps the Derry Smith and, and Chandler Jones are two guys that would have dramatically changed the sort of the pass rush ceiling. But I, I don't, I genuinely don't think. Well, like, like I think as you said in, in the the group, Tom, almost every player that's gone to like an AFC West team would have also made us better. But they cost a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they cost a lot. And I don't, and I don't, I genuinely don't think that. I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll be made to hear my words, but I don't think that come January, February, whenever whenever it is, that we'll say, ah, we were just Khalil Mack, mm. or, you know. Um, Chandler Jones away from from the from 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 winning. We might we might say about JC Jackson, but uh. so there's, mm-hmm. there's two things for me, right? Every free agent, there's some sort of baggage there. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in free agency. Is the way I look at it as well. Whether that's age, whether that's coming off an injury, you're always taking a risk there, and you're spending a lot of money. And the second point is. If you just said to me a few weeks ago before all of these players go, you said, what do you want them to do with the defence? I'd have probably said, just blow the whole thing up. Just get rid of all of these old players. Get rid of Hitch, get rid of Tyron, get rid of Frank Clark, which he's staying, whatever. And get younger, get faster, because the Chiefs' defence seemed slow mentally and physically last year. And to be honest, they have made one move which has made us younger and faster so far. And if they have to make more moves in the draft to make us younger and faster, then it, you know, that might be a positive in the long run. It might not necessarily be this year, but it's hard because the Super Bowl team is three years older and you're looking at a situation where then you're never going to have the same Super Bowl team and a lot of the star players in the Super Bowl team are now going in different directions. But at some point that was going to have to happen for us to get better. At some point, those guys weren't going to be the best option. And, you know, maybe you make that move now and it might make us slightly weaker this year or we're going to have to play rookies in a few positions. But in a, in two years' time, you might be in a better position overall. It's not, it's not a problem playing rookies in positions as long as you're playing the right yeah, rookies. You look enough. at Bolton and Creed. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus. Trace me. On draft day, wouldn't have dreamt that either of them would have produced the way they no. did. Um, yeah, Trey Smith as well. Yeah, I mean, th- what we're um, kind of seeing is the is almost like the the tail of the dog of like the the, the twenty eighteen draft, which sucked mm. ass. Yeah, you know. So at, at the moment, what we should have is guys, sort of, you know, veteran guys ready to roll off into big contracts. Yeah, at age twenty five, as opposed to having to scrabble about and get guys. At age, th- at age 32 you know to fill these gaps that we don't have the rookies coming through you know so that's probably um, you know that's, that's that's definitely one as one contributor to, to how we got here well we we talked about I mean oh god I don't we do this almost bi-weekly this conversation comes up but <laughs> it, it's true 
it, for the last couple of years, we've wanted them to take an edge and we've wanted them to take a cornerback. And like you said, Dunk, they'd be ready to step in now to to very kind of senior starting roles in their positions if we had have drafted them. And uh, we have neither, you know, you know, and that's that's an oversight. And I think that 2018 draft was the bad one. But like I say, the draft last year was absolutely awesome. It was weird because it was an underwhelming draft positionally like you've drafted a centre and a linebacker is this what we stayed up to 2am for but <laughs> but in the middle of the season those guys were I mean I mean Nick Bolton basically won the game against the Broncos with that, that huge hit and fumble return you know I didn't think you'd have any sort of that sort of impact from him and it just shows you know they are there they, they can make a difference do you yes, think the... Brett Veach is getting better at drafting? I think he had a good draft last time, so I think he's. I think I think I think, he's I think it's luck. I think it's all luck. Well, I think I think the draft is luck. I, I don't. I would be much more of a Rams style GM. Don't know his name. Than uh, do everything <laughs> Sneed, in the draft. Um, Les, Les Sneed. Sneed. Him. I'd be more. Like, I'd be more of his because I think that you. I think draft picks, and especially first-round draft picks, are so heavily overvalued. I agree. And over and the pressure on them, I think, is is insane. And I would much rather have Orlando Brown um, than any than whoever else we would have picked at that at that point. I can't. I I don't think there'd have been a rookie left tackle. Um, that at, at pick what were we last year 31 yeah 31 yeah I don't think there would have been a, a rookie left tackle at 31 last year that could have had, done as well as Orlando Brown did this year I think you're right no I think you're right. And I guess again you, well, you pay for that obviously because you, you're not you're not getting the benefit of four four or five cheap years but I think that um I, I just think the draft is slightly over overweighted, mm. and like I say, particularly the, the the sort of the sexy high picks. A team like the like look at the Chiefs. So our um, like the bedrock of our team for the next few years is going to be Trey Smith, who what's he sixth round, um, you know Creed, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, you know these guys, uh, Lejarius Sneed, you know guys that weren't picked at the very high sexy positions. Mm. You know that's a kind of bedrock of your of your roster it's like like with the Frank Clark decision right I was chatting to, to a mate of mine another Chiefs fan and I was like, like whether you like Frank Clark or not that is the, you know keeping him was effectively the only sensible option at this point yeah, for, for well, the money yeah, yeah. we've effectively got Frank Clark for a million dollars a year yeah realist you know net net that's, that's, what you're, that's what you're paying him and I think I just think that good rosters going back to like the Patriots good rosters are built on Sensible decisions, not mm. not exciting ones. Sensible ones. This is why I'm a trade down merchant on the on our live mock. Like, give me as many third round picks as you can physically handle, and you know I'll, I'll get you two or three stars. Like, you just no. like the draft is a lottery, and you no. need you need lottery mm. tickets to win. Exactly, and I'd, I'd, I've said so many times I don't like the the Clyde Edwards sort of debate pile on whatever it is. But you come back to that, like if, you, like if you're, if your third round player 
don't want to say bust because Clyde Edgeware is not a bust, so that's not what I, I mean. But if you're th- if you're third round player bust, then doesn't matter the pressure's off. But then we just have this constant dialogue or narrative about what Clyde can and can't do, and is he getting used right, and is he this, is he that, is he a first round player, was he ever? It doesn't doesn't matter. I I agree you with know. you to an extent, but the problem Clyde has is that the Chiefs should have picked a position of need. They should have foreseen the situation for the next year because we all did. They should have foreseen the situation and picked a cornerback or a defensive end. And if those guys were a, were a bust, then you go, well, at least they tried to address a problem. Whereas at the moment, the problem we've got is Clyde felt like a luxury pick and he's not even... A, okay, He's not great anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So we'd have been better off having a semi-decent cornerback if that's what you're going to have yeah. that's the problem you've got with so, Clyde yeah so to translate that into what I just said sensible decisions yep. yeah see sort of non-exciting boring sensible decisions and that, I guess this is probably why I can't get excited for the draft very much but I think that's that's kind of where, where we need to be and, and perhaps that's this is then the way this draft is getting talked about perhaps this is the perfect draft for us you know, there'll be lots of guys who like the sort of like your median player is actually probably maybe better than it would be in other years. You just don't have those top air quotes generational mm. talents. There's lots of very solid players yeah. around, which is exactly what we need. A very solid corner would go down very, very well. I yeah. mean, that's what Javaris so Ward was. He was a very solid corner. He just got paid fourteen million pounds at dollars. You know. Very solid players are better than yeah. very bad ones. <laughs> right. So let's right. Let's let's look forward and let's do. We did it on Twitter a couple, couple of weeks ago. Like a year of the GM, right? So let's assume that on Friday we get Tyke Hill. It's done. Mm. So he'll be what it'll be three or four years, twenty million a year or something like that. Probably yeah. loads of it guaranteed because he. He left money back on the table, you know, for yeah. obvious reasons with his con- with his last contract, and we get I think it's something like twenty two million we get um, with Patrick Mahomes. So let's let's just round down to, to to sort of conservatively thirty million, right? What what do you do given the names that we we think are still out there? What who's your who's your first phone call? Juju, mm. Juju's young, and this is the thing I like about Juju as well is I think you get the same out of Juju you're going to get out of Jarvis Landry. You're probably going to get him for about the same price, and Juju's younger, so I'd go yeah. Juju, 100%. Ju- Juju goes a long way to sort in the offense. Uh, I don't want to say sort in the offense out because it was a pretty bloody good offense last season, but we need that weapon. He's got a couple of a thousand yard seasons. Mm-hmm. You could probably get him, I don't know, eight to ten million a year, three years, backload it. Like he's n- he's not got a really good bargaining position. He did knuckle last season. Uh, he was injured for a good chunk of it. He he signed with the Steelers to I saw this quote to play with the ghost of Ben Roethlisberger, which I thought <laughs> was hilarious. Um, like he he ticks every box for me on on the offense. He's my first call. Just just to throw two <coughs> names out there at, at the same position then, uh, Alan Robinson. Too expensive. Right. And I guess you're going to say the same thing because I think Julio Jones might be available as well. Oh my! Uh, I'm not bothered about Julio Jones at all. No, no, he's he's going to be a name that gets thrown about a lot for us, and I'm I'm, I'm not sure. Nah. No, I'm. Yeah, he didn't do a great deal with the Titans. Um, 
Like, um, no, no, I, he's he's been hurt for two years as well. Uh, yes, he has. Yeah, been, yeah. Yes. So I think that. And when he was healthy, he wasn't exactly yeah. productive either. So. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to contradict myself somewhat, but Juju like, again, he's just he is the he is the, the sensible choice, you know, a uh, possession receiver that can also get you some get you some additional yards downfield. He just yeah. doesn't he just doesn't excite you. I don't think in the offense, and I think that we're so conditioned, particularly with Patrick Mahomes in the Patrick Mahomes era, just to have this explosive, dynamic legion of zoom you know, flashy offence and I guess what what he might do is just let Tyreek Hill play further downfield. Yes. Which we didn't really see so much last mm. year. So perhaps that I, I totally agree. Uh, as much as uh, he doesn't he doesn't uh he doesn't guard my loins, uh <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster is probably the, the sensible option. Yeah. So he so he gives you let's even let's even say he's at twelve million, right? Because I think the yep. this 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 receiver market's probably quite inflated at the moment. Um you still got a little bit to play for, to play with. Kind of, what else? Who else do you do, do you sign? I'd go. It, I mean, Melvin Ingram. Yeah, has so to Melvin be. Ingram's got to get. Done. I think that's <coughs> inevitable. You need to sort Melvin Ingram out, and then, and then I'd be just trying to do anything to get another cornerback in the room. I don't know. It's it's who they think is is worth. It'd be a short deal for me to get us through to next year, and then I'd be trying to draft a corner that we can mix in this year. And split the role. I don't, I don't know who that cornerback that they they think is. I think you get what I think you get a free agent. I think you get a rookie, and I think you do the exact same with Edge. I think you get a free agent. You get a rookie. So there's yeah. been a lot of chat in. Uh, how about Patrick Peterson? Oh, uh, I mean, he's been linked to us so many times. I've got no know, idea what but... his level of play is anymore. Exactly the same. This is why I'd be I'd be calling for Stefan Gilmore. <coughs> I'd like that to happen. I have no idea what his level of play is at this point. That's the problem. And I think that I, I would probably take both those guys just just to be a sort of older head in that room. Yep. I think that the room would benefit from that. But as as we've said, we don't really have the luxury of 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 not I've got having guys that can't actually do it on the pitch on the field. Sorry. Uh, are you are you going to have Sneed and Fenton as your two outside corners, and you're looking for a slot corner, or is Sneed going in the slot, and you're looking for an outside corner? That, that maybe depends on who's available. To be fair, yeah. You, in that in that case, uh, you may, you maybe just again go best player available, you know, and kind of work it out. Um, Sneed seems like a, a a smart player that can kind of be a bit more versatile, even if you you perhaps give up a little bit at the top end. Um, yeah, uh, again, you could just go go best player available. I guess the the, the other option is kind of well, I don't know. We we got a lot of comp picks. So what have we got like nine draft picks, something like that. We you do, know, maybe yeah. maybe dangle a fifth out there for someone. I, I don't again. I don't know who that name would be. We don't have a fifth. Um, we've got four sevenths. Four we sevenths. Could offer them Three sevenths. Yeah, I mean, who wants that? <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know if we want to play. You know, that that sort of thing we could do. Um, I guess that, so that so that still leaves edge. I think as a as a and perhaps even nose tackle as kind of positions of need. Um, mm. I think my again, this is not an original idea. I've, I've seen it floated out by by other people. Um, I would. Perhaps be looking to get Josh Allen off the Jags with the with the first. 
Yeah. Uh, I think that, that that that's a he's a big upgrade on what mm. we've got out there. Um, and kind of locks that position in for a few years because you know Frank Clark's contract rolls off next year. So, um, that's that would perhaps be what I would do. And then you're you're looking at probably a second round corner. I don't mm. know. It's a long time to not. It's right at the back of that that second round as well. It's a long time to not draft, isn't it? If you trade that away, but does that even matter? I mean. <sighs> If if we go and get Josh Allen, I'd be very happy because I've just looked it up and he's is he twenty four years old? Jeez, that yeah, would knows. that's goes with the twenty five. It goes with the get young, get fast. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't mind if you're trading it for guys like that. It's when you're trading it for anything like thirty year old. I got a problem is, with it. Josh Allen, you're going to want to pay after this season. Yeah, I mean that's the. That's the flip side, I guess. No, on the other side of that, is this then a good year to get that sort of deal done, given that the cap will hopefully, you know, and just explode backload again. it, can't we? That's that's the thing. That's what I think. I think everyone's just manipulating the cap and backloading stuff and waiting for it to just, you know. I, I, well, it's, I not, keep, it's not something about I the Saints. I keep thinking that has to catch up with you at some stage. It just yeah. has to. Yeah, it's not something about like the Saints, and they, they talk about how the Saints had like literally no money. They they were in in all sorts of insane problems, and then without actually cutting anyone, so some some of the free agents left without actually cutting anyone, they saved some like eighty odd million just by moving money about. <laughs> so like you say, the the, the salary it's, cap's not yeah. not a myth. The salary cap exists, but it's very fluid. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. A lot's going to change in the next week as well. It's just that we'll do this weekly, and it's there's a lot of things that are going to change <laughs> daily basis. That's the thing we've come gives, yeah, gives us something to talk about. Yep, we've come straight off of like free and say the league starting, so the league season's now two or three hours old or whatever, and yeah, we're kind of bemoaning Veach's lack of activity, but we've got six months until the season starts, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of movement that you can do between now and then to kind of get guys in and kind of and, and improve your roster. I, I just, um, I guess that's probably why my concern level is low at the moment because there's so much time to to get this sorted out. And without being a fanboy, I just I just have to assume that Beach has a plan for this. Um, this can't be a surprise as to you know be, being here now, having signed one guy and you know brought a couple other guys back cannot be a surprise they, they must have had a continuous this, this was the report that they weren't going to be heavy early on they haven't been the plan's the plan can't afford the to plan's be. the plan and i think i think everything that we've gone over is is right they're like good teams don't make bad decisions you know they don't go <clears throat> splashing money around at this point as well i don't think i think i think we're in a fine position uh, uh, there's holes, but but I'm sure they'll fill them. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, like yeah, like you talk about the, like the Jags. The Jags have to overpay to get people to go to that bomb scare yeah. of, a, of a of a team, right? It's a it's a it's a shambles, right? The, the Chiefs are the opposite. The Chiefs absolutely don't have to overpay to get guys to come and play with Patrick Mahomes. I'm just looking at Justin Reed's contract here that they gave him. Right, it's three years. Thirty-one and a half million is the like the, the headline number. But he's only got a cap it of four and a half million this year. 
Um, and then 12.7 next year. Both of those are pretty much fully guaranteed. Yeah, they're fully guaranteed. But then the third year, none of it's guaranteed. So he's got 14 million cap it in three years' time, of which he'll have a, a bonus of 3.5 million that's guaranteed, and that's it. So, you know, if he has two good seasons, you get him on a third season at a reasonable deal, and you've done well. If you're, if you're not happy after two years, then let him go and you... You save yourself nearly ten million, and you mm. take a three and a half million hit. Like it's a, it's a really good contract. That's they're the kind of sensible, yeah. like decisions that you're. And talking he's younger about. than one four nil, which boggles my head. Mm-hmm. Is he? He's he's like sixteen months younger than one four nil. Exactly. Wow. It's crazy. Good deal. Yeah. Just yeah. reading the thing here, and this is just if as we should probably think about signing off because Tom has got to get up early for work. He does. Sad. Yeah. Uh, so here's a post from some CBS Sports who've lifted something from Instagram by <coughs> someone called Troy Rink. He may or may not be well, I'm not sure. Past his prime? Nope. I haven't even gotten started, said Broncos Wilson said. He pants up by 10 to 12 more years. Here's the kicker. He told me he sleeps. Four hours a night. Wow. Just obsessed with the process and winning. Now might want to sleep, mate. If Russell Wilson isn't if Russell Wilson isn't sleeping, that's not what he's obsessed with. We all know what Russell Wilson's obsessed with in the nighttime hours, right? Oh, I just sorry, I just uh, Meanwhile Patrick Mahomes sleeping on He also said he wanted to join a team of winners and then he joined Denver, so hey. I just um here's here's my gripe. I don't think I I didn't get to to chat last week. Russell Wilson bores the living bejesus out of me. I find, as a character, I find him. I can't, I'm going to have to mute the phrase "dangerous." It's just, uh, I just, I can't. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to start enjoying Raiders Week in comparison to covering him with the Broncos. I hope they get slapped about. I think we all do. <laughs> Yep, I don't. I don't disagree. Anyway, apologies. That was a. That was a. An aside. <clears throat> and on that note, we'll we'll let Tomo go for his beauty sleep. Thank you. Um, I need more than four. I need more us, than four hours sleep, Russell. Some of us are going into a back-to-back uh, bank holiday weekend. Thank you very much, St. Patrick's Day. And for for all our American listeners, it is St. Patrick's Day or it is Paddy's Day. There is no Patty's Day or St. Patty's, Patty's Day. Patty's Day sounds they good. Like exist. a burger's day, that would be quite good, though. Yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. a burger, yeah. A burger for dinner this evening. But, it's 100% uh, yes, bound to be a national burger yeah, day somewhere. It is either a St. Patrick's Day or Paddy's Day. It is nothing else apart from those two. I live in Dublin. I should bloody well know. Um, so just for all of my American friends out there, take note. You've been warned. Uh, but, yeah, very nice double bank holiday weekend coming up. Thank you. Okay, right. I think that'll do us then until next time. Uh, Tomo, thanks for your time as always, mate. Duncan, much appreciated. Top of the morning to you. (laughs) (laughs) That was atrocious. (laughs) A Scotsman trying to do an Irish accent. I thought so long and hard about that. In my head, I was like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then it came out of my mouth. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) That is is worse than the Duncan (sighs) After the Bills uh, podcast. Thing. Yeah, oh, Duncan's yeah. worst ever podcast moment, and that's yeah. I I still think that was one of our best, but hey, oh, that's it. That's <laughs> just me. 
That was just me spending I'm 40 minutes taking you I'm going to have to feed and delete that. It's, uh... No, that was a good one. That's a good one. Someone, what is it, Chris Chris Standing, I think it is, it said, the raw emotion of us like live podcasting straight yeah, after I was I was very tired and emotional by that point. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, right. That'll do us for tonight. Um, so thanks for listening, guys. And from one kingdom to another, we'll say goodbye for now. <laughs>